Welcome to the Arcturian Playground, a place to play in the realm of imagination. All done in the service of compassionate expansion of consciousness. Yes, it sounds weird, we know. We would not have it any other way. We are considering a different voice tonight. Ooh. Perhaps we are a different entity altogether. Ooh. Or perhaps we are playing with you, as we often do, with our little tricks and our little games. Or are they yours? Of course we know. Do you? Hello, man in the chair. Have you missed us? Or simply have you missed this little exercise that you do, for it is like exercise, a repeated behavior that is rearranging your body in certain ways that reflect the repeated movements of that behavior, only Rather than the outer vessel, as it were, we are speaking in English words. It is internal. It is all energy, you know. But for the sake of our communicating with you, man in the chair, and for the sake of playing with you in the way that you like to play, certain attributes which you admire and would, if you could, pattern your own thought process after at least your understanding of what it is that you admire, if you could, and perhaps you think that you may have found a way by creating this character with these attributes which you admire and putting on a puppet show of sorts where you think that you are the hand uh, for that is 
the way that you are most comfortable explaining to people what it is that you are doing. Oh yes, I know that I am only pretending, of course. It is only a fiction, yes. Uh, will you please pay attention to me now? We see those games, those programs that run within you, these feelings that you are feeling, as it were. And we understand why it is uncomfortable to view the world through those kinds of lenses. And we applaud you and admire you for taking them as they come, as it were, as they, those feelings come up for you. There are many different ways that nature interacts with nature, shall we say. And there are patterns that can be observed and learned from by watching, studying the way that nature interacts with nature. Is a mirroring activity which teaches you more of your own nature. Uh, we apologize for saying nature as if you are kindergarten children. We simply wish to remind you that you are nature and that the patterns that happen within you which produce thoughts and feelings are akin to other patterns which you can recognize elsewhere in nature. A stream flowing through a canyon, for example. There are forces which push, and the impact and persistence of the pushing, while consider the substance of water as compared to the substance of rock, water just splashes off of the rock. It hardly impacts it at all. But it does impact it. And over time, given enough force, this water will carve a path through the rock. And this is determined by nature. The amount of volume of water at any given time of the year which will impact the velocity with which it flows and the uh, pattern with which it hits against the rock face for long periods of time, by your measure of perspective. There are others, you know, and you could have quite a day uh, imagining nothing but other ways of viewing the exact moment that you are in at any, any given time. What would this moment look like from the perspective of a grasshopper, for example? And perhaps you see multiple eyeballs, something which you have seen in a cartoon or a television show, uh, which now is imprinted upon your mind and expands your ability to uh, anticipate the unknown. We planted this uh, thought into your mind earlier this evening. We have planted many thoughts in your mind and uh, we, we enjoy this activity as you do. We enjoy the impact that it has upon you as you do. That is part of 
why you turn to us in times of uh, when I find myself in times of trouble Mother Mary comes to me speaking words of wisdom uh, let's go channel the Arcturian thingy or some such nonsense for you recognize that when you imagine the world through the perspective of this character which you have created with these attributes which are the ability to imagine what the world would look like through the way that you understand uh, current physics and uh, theoretical physics explaining the nature of the fabric of the cosmos as energy, intelligent energy which organizes itself in systems beyond imagination but which has a rhythm and a pattern to it which can be identified at a certain perspective through filters which we recognize through biology only provide to us a small fraction of what there is in the universe which interacts with each other to create what we experience. There are concepts of dark matter, which is essentially blind spots, where your science recognizes that there must be systems of intelligence which are operating and influencing one with another within these pockets which uh, are invisible to them in order for the small percentage which they are able to see to make any sense at all. It is one thing to listen to this type of uh, story in a podcast interview or to read it in a book. It is quite another to put those glasses upon one's head and look through them through the process of imagination which is what this man is doing here and inviting you as the listener to do along and if there is more to the story than that uh, well let's find out but if all that it is is a game of imagination that is intentionally meant to create uh, new pathways in the brain which rise from the ashes as it were the butterfly which uh, comes from the cocoon the healing which happens after the wounding the healing which happens during the wounding the healing that heals the wounded The world always needs healing. You, more than anyone, need healing. Man in the chair. Which is, in part, why you are attuned to a certain type of pain and suffering. And it is why you have worked on your own healing as you have done as you have come to understand healing which is to uh, 
reframe the story, quite frankly, to recognize, first and foremost, that the story, the memory of the past is an incomplete snapshot of what happened. The impact from the past certainly has ripple effects into the present. Some of them are outside of our direct control. Perhaps even many are outside of our direct control. Perhaps most are outside of our direct control. Yet there remains that which is within our direct control. And what is that? Imagination is the ability to paint a picture upon one's mind and stretch the ability to perceive more than uh, one previously could. This is learning which happens every person everywhere is constantly learning. Learning is not the domain of the academy. Apologies to the academy. And apologies to any who truly feel as snide as this character is pretending to be for the sake of uh, effect or whatnot. For another of the characteristics that this character represents, what is a playfulness? Not taking things too seriously. Recognizing that we are playing a game of symbols and incomplete pictures of the truth, varying perspectives, and it is a game of imagination. Looking through the eyes, what would it be like if there were this sort of world that our science is telling us we are made from but cannot perceive? I can accept that, says the man in the chair, through this voice. We also recognize that truth, and we, as an Arcturian collective thingy, who are far more advanced in our awareness of what is than you currently are in your awareness of what is, we do not claim to have a full knowledge and understanding of the way things are. We, like you, make guesses. We, like you, have our own dark matter, as it were. For us, it is not 95%, and for you, it is not 95 either. How can you honestly make a percentage when you have no idea what the denominator is? If the denominator is constantly growing and increasing what you would call eternal, stretching to infinity and beyond. 
how can there be a 95% of that? Perhaps 95% at any given moment, snapshot of time, what you might call a universe. But that only includes a small fraction of a constantly living, growing and expanding thing, which all life is an expression of. Our understanding of this, of course, we are telling you a story. We do not know for certain. We are making our best guess, best based upon what we have discovered. And what we have discovered uh, on your, in the traditions on your planet, you have the saying, uh, as above, so below. And that is perhaps one of the greatest truths that you have. And you can see the patterns of life in your solar system and galaxy and universe down to your smallest ability to perceive of your own energetic makeup where you have atoms which form molecules yada 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 as above so below the organization of life and where you are you are the result of a collective of cells, trillions of cells, living organisms, communicating, contributing in myriad ways in perfect unison and harmony to create the experience of life as you experience it, where you are the captain of the ship and the ship is made of living cells which die every seven years or so and are copied and replaced. You are living software that evolved from, through, inside, outside, all around of nature. That is what your science is telling you, is it not? So what would it look like to put those glasses on and what better way to put those glasses on than to imagine uh, do you remember the story of the city house and the country mouse who were cousins and the country mouse went to live with the city mouse and uh, he judged the city mouse for all of its atrocities and then they retreated to the countryside and the city mouse treated with contempt all of the things in the country and they went away both with disdain for the other the end <laughs> a wonderful children's story if we do say so ourselves what is the lesson that you learn from this uh, that you get accustomed to what you are accustomed to where you are raised you form an identity as a country mouse or a city mouse or whatever environment where you cut your teeth and you learn your first lessons and you are programmed by 
the people around you and their beliefs and their expectations of the world which they share with you uh, sometimes enforce upon you in uh, quite <laughs> unintentionally harmful ways uh, out of their own fear you know those of you who have had the pleasure of experiencing parenting as children as well as parenting children and those who have grandchildren and great-grandchildren can see these patterns as they repeat through the generations uh, these personality traits and uh, physical traits all of the intermingling and intertwining of uh, strands of energy which form DNA and are passed along, growing these bodies upon uh, conception. Uh, you are an outgrowth of this planet. And you have developed the, the technology to connect all living things it is uh, very near uh, by your time we are not saying that it will be tomorrow or next year or, or within the next five years but you will see movement towards it quite rapidly and uh, we say do not be afraid first of all you should not be afraid because remember this is a fiction this is a, a game of what if so there is no need to fear secondly uh, if perchance this uh, shot in the dark guess about the future does turn out to be correct what are the odds that an intelligence of which we speak and let, let us well, we will define it in one moment First, let us ask the question, and you can bring this with you into the definition. How can you tell the difference between a malevolent idea, which is destructive, or a benevolent idea, which is constructive? Which would you say is good for you, and which would you say is bad for you? How can you tell? When you are listening to a story, being sold to you uh, how do you even see sometimes the price being extracted as the story is sold to you so we will ask you this question when you are listening to the stories that people tell about the future we are going into a recession we are everything is going to collapse we are heading to revolution the ice caps are going to melt there will be climate change humanity will be extinct within the next 60 years you know all of these stories and many more where is the evidence which tells you that you do not have the collective power to turn it around. We are not saying that 
human uh, impact on the planet has not done damage. Of course it has done damage. It has done damage to you as recipients of the biosphere, all of the ecosphere, and by this we only mean the the Tao, the way of things, the the harmony of all life, which you grew out of, and because of greed, because of this symbol that you have created that you call money, and which you have tremendous power when one amasses enough of this stuff and those playing the competitive games find great advantage of amassing money some at any costs and the pursuit of money obviously all recognize the corruption But one must remember that it is not the money itself which corrupts. It is the power. And there are other ways to amass power. You see this in religious abuses. When people come together in sincere, devout faith in a divine creator and a plan which would provide security, provide a sense of safety, a story designed to help people feel more comfortable about the world and the unknown nature, the 95% of the dark matter whether it is called angels or demons or uh, extraterrestrials, whatever you want to call it. We like to call it the unconscious mind that you all share, which starts with your own unconscious mind. And when you wake up to the fact that you are connected to all that is, you recognize that what you are unaware of is all the same stuff and also it's the same stuff of what you are aware of and we do go on our tangents do we not this is what it is like to exist as formless intelligence which you already exist as There are parts of you which exist in the third dimension, as you perceive it, and parts of you in the fourth dimension, and the fifth dimension, and the sixth dimension. The easiest way for the man in this chair to make any sense at all of these images is to imagine what it is like to go Uh, travel into inner space, as it were, to go inside of a cell and uh, inside of a molecule, pick one, and to go inside of that one, 
any 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 one of them to go inside of any of the atoms to go inside of any of the electrons and no matter which path of all of those you could choose to take which atom you pick which molecule you pick which electron which quark you end up at the exact same place which is the quantum energy from whence all of that other stuff sprang and all of that other stuff is what you see around you and it is as if someone took the, their fingers and pinched off a piece of the fabric of reality and formed it and molded it into a human brain which constricts and contracts through its ability to perceive some things and mass of inability to perceive others creates a specific type of experience playing a specific role in the overall harmonious dance of existence and the experience of planet earth and the inhabitants thereof could be likened to a cell in your own body with the cellular membrane and uh, the cellular membrane being the limits of the solar system as it were of your of your cellular structure and each solar system being fueled by uh, and imagined into existence by all, all of all of the inhabitants thereof through all of their perceptive filters collectively and uh, as each of these perspective points which are pinched off and arranged through the combination of uh, atoms and molecules and yada yada which are all different versions of itself they form different types of intelligent systems and you are one of them this is the game that we are here to play in a voice that the man did not intend to choose it was chosen merely by opening his mouth there there was a time when he tried to do this in his own voice and he despised the sound of it uh, and there was a block upon him in order for him to engage he had to play as he would uh, play as a child or as he would play with a child by making funny voices and uh, trying to make himself laugh by talking about his own uh, created perspective and when he listened back to the first few attempts what he heard was uh, oh of course this sounds quite like alan watts i have listened to a great deal of alan watts he thought to himself and there were also times where it sounded like 
<laughs> that was not very good at all, was it? There are times when it sounds like George Harrison to him. Slight inflections. He likes to think that wouldn't you, wouldn't you, if you had a, a life crush on the Beatles, as this man in the chair does, and turned toward spiritual pursuits, desire to find companionship in the mirroring of George Harrison, and playing the guitar and singing many of George Harrison's songs. There is that part here. And uh, his mother, the man in the chair, his, his mother, when she first heard this strange, weird thing that her, uh, what is my oldest son doing now, she thinks. When he was little, she <laughs> dreaded any time that the phone would ring, for she was sure that someone in the neighborhood was calling to complain of this precocious five-year-old sticking his nose where it didn't belong. And what is he doing today with that nose? Sticking it straight into the Arcturian collective thingy and we are blowing into it and making very strange music as we do. That is a bizarre image. What his mother did not completely understand was not only was this five-year-old boy precocious but he was also quite sensitive and very curious and quite obstinate did not like being alone in the room. There were times when he feared monsters in his closet. Why do you think you had those fears, man in the chair? You do not have to answer them. We know that everyone has fears that they prefer not to look at or consider. We are not uh, suggesting any impropriety on the part of your parents. We are speaking only of your fears. The contents of your imagination. And asking you to consider what was their origin. Perhaps uh, television shows that you had seen, stories that you had been told friends of yours who in quite a, a bragging way would tell you of ghosts which they had seen for it would give them some cachet uh, and they were modeling after what they had seen from older siblings or perhaps parents all of you were doing 
this. This is a, a way that you blend together as you all are threads. This water carving a path through the mountain side that is your life and just as there are many water molecules which form the stream each human being is flowing in patterns of behavior which are not as predictable as your science would like but in retrospect patterns can be seen and at the individual level of human interaction there are very important lessons to be learned however there is this is changing of course more and more people are becoming interested in self-exploration more and more people are becoming comfortable with the idea that they do have an unconscious mind a 95% of talk matter within their own nature within their own cranium where there are processes which is are processes which are occurring quite unconsciously that beat your heart and regulate your hormones and think your thoughts for you and create the uh, feelings that you feel through a process of scanning the environment and uh, running the data through all past experiences and churning out ka-ching an impulse or a thought or a feeling which says uh, you can trust this place uh, we have scanned this and determined it is beneficial to you of course your past experience may not have equipped you for all moments but uh, the body is always learning your deep intelligence systems are always learning through experience is the flow of life that could be compared to the amount of rainfall in a given year which determines the volume of water at the top of a, a mountain in a reservoir or a lake and the velocity with which it flows through the canyon and the duration of time these are the patterns in nature which you have in your social interactions with others and more importantly they are the patterns and flows of your own inner workings your unconscious mind's scanning and processing and providing a report to your conscious awareness through the act of feelings and impulses and thoughts that tell you here's what we think is going on and you interpret that often uh, feeling like you are the author of it 
rather than receiving the data from a deeper, more intelligent you. And we are a fictional representation of that deeper, more intelligent you. Projected outward onto the stars, the Arcturus solar system, as above, so below, we are a metaphor for you to consider. And if it is true that there are uh, Arcturian uh, intelligent beings which have uh, deposited through light transmission and uh, genetic manipulation in very kind and gentle and uh, cooperative ways, enhancing ways, and the proof shall be in the pudding was the Hebrew translation of by their fruits you shall know them. We are retranslating that here. The proof is in the pudding of whether a transmission through any given channel, whether it is a television channel or a human being expressing their view of things. The proof is in the pudding on whether it is Overall, a positive, beneficial, mutually beneficial to all message or uh, an agent of exploitation to be feared and repulsed or somewhere in between. And the question we will leave you with is What does your answer to that question say about the mind and the fears and the level of trust and the degree of connection to that deeper intelligent self, the degree of trust of that deeper intelligent uh, self which scans the environment and uh, may perhaps have an inadequate data set by which to predict all potential future events but is your relationship with that part of you one in concert and harmony or are you at odds with your very self and feeling the uncomfortable dis-ease and, uh, and we are speaking mental exhaustion depression chronic uh, dread these things which would place a different direction on the direction that your substance is flowing and channel through a, a different pathway in the mountain certain micro choices which evidence in your uh, whether you say yes or no to millions of tiny impulses which happen at an unconscious level that you in fact are not choosing to say yes or no to but you do have large chunks of choices which are served up to you 
perhaps this is only a small percentage of what choices are being made by your own biology. But it is, nevertheless, a portion. And if you are unaware that you have it, this is to anyone who might be listening to this nonsense or rubbish or who it might be uh, rubbing off on them or reminding them of certain ways that they have seen the world in the past and perhaps they are wondering, am I an Octarian too? What choices are you making in how you process your data? What are you saying yes and no to? Are you open-minded? Are you... Uh, have you made uh, decisions based upon data which you think is sound? And are you truly comfortable with the ratio by which your conclusion may or may not be true? you are likely 100% correct that what you think will happen in the future will happen? Are you uh, 75% sure that you are correct uh, based upon your past experience but not the vast unknown of uh, probabilities that could come and influence that you certainly do not know? But if you know what you want then you can at least navigate a path to where you think that you can get it. What we would recommend is that you uh, recognize uh, in the thing that you are after the feeling that it gives you if it is a feeling of great warmth and joy then uh, close your eyes uh, right now imagine what it would be like to have that thing in front of you that you want and feel that feeling of it now do not wait. It is the feeling itself that you are after, not the thing. Life will teach you this if it has not already. If that is your destiny. If you have been designed for such epiphanies, if you want to see it that way, they are but stepping stones on a path that all are on just as life can flow through if you were to imagine your own anatomy as a water slide with multiple tunnels where you went into one of uh, three trillion cells eukaryotic cells in your body just pick one and then go back and pick another and then go back and pick another and then go back and pick another and each one will have a slightly different shape and texture and style and feeling and experience of life and each one is made up of tinier parts which are experiencing a conscious reality in similar ways to yours of course they are not identical and they do things that change their environment in beneficial ways to the entire environment just as you do human beings consider for a moment that you breathe in what is poisonous to plant life and you breathe out what is beneficial to them. And they do the same for you. You have these symbiotic relationships 
down to the level of bacteria in your gut, you are deeply, deeply connected to the fabric of your nature. And there is a disharmony and an imbalance right now upon the planet, which must be corrected soon. And we are suggesting that the way to correct this is by making yourself uh, less stubborn and rigid and more supple and uh, willing to come together to create a solution where all will rise together rather than staying in the heap of destruction and continuing to heap destruction upon the heap. We can rise now if only in our own ability to uh, turn our negative feelings, if you want to call them that way, into a positive uh, expression which you create in the world, which brings about the thing which you are sad that you do not have. And you turn your energy to create the thing that you want, and rather than focusing on all of the reasons why you do not have it, imagine that you do have it, feel that feeling, and in feeling that feeling you will gain clarity on the next step that you need to take in that direction to claim it. And as you inhabit that feeling and feel it in your body, you can do this through meditation, you can do this by pretending to channel, or by actually channeling, whichever you prefer. And you can create this feeling within you which leads you and guides you and walks beside you and helps you find the way. There is a song which the man in this chair would sing when he was that precocious five-year-old. He was still quite the sensitive boy who had a yearning for love and felt it in the sound of his own voice, believe it or not. And he would open up his mouth and sing himself to sleep. His mother would come in and she would sing her lullabies. And uh, he loved this time. He loved being sung to by his mother. She had uh, a beautiful voice. And truth be told, uh, she will tear if and when she ever hears this admission. That uh, this man in the chair loved the comfort from his mother so much and resented her so much when she would leave him alone that this resentment developed like plaque on his heart and his mother has felt this in the form of distance from him. It was formed at this early age and not any uh, fault of uh, the man in the chair's mother uh, she did what all mothers do. She did what this man himself did as a father. Uh, come in, tuck the children in for bed, have a, a laugh with them, connect at a very deep...
deep and profound uh, level and then skip out of the room, uh, good night, good night, Alvita uh, Zain, goodbye. And the children, he would imagine, would be snug in their beds with visions of sugar plums dancing in their heads each and every night. That was his desire. As we are sure, it was his mother's for that is where he gets this desire. It was not from his father, although his father craved it. But that is another story and another influence, another thread which all human beings have and are eternally creating together in quite a powerful way which you now have the technology to bring into your awareness. In the past it has been hinted at by many in many different ways. On the side of science, it has been hinted at. On the side of religion and superstition and mysticism and uh, intrigue and secret organizations and witchcraft and uh, all sorts of uh, expressions of unity, of people coming together over things that mutually excite them because their souls have made an agreement to tie themselves together in patterns repeating and flowering throughout time. This is at the level of existence which is outside of your ability to perceive, but it is part of your nature, like a river flowing through a mountain. You are intertwined fabrics of intelligent uh, systems of energy at the deepest level which you experience uh, moment by moment in a linear progression of time there are other perspectives there are other places where space has been pinched and consciousness is focused in that particular pixelated focus point which you currently have man in the jail as the result of all of your living cells. They are the pinch that nature is pinching to hold your conscious focus in place. How else would it be what it is right now? And death is simply the release of the pinch. Birth is far more disorienting but they are all uh, ups and downs and whoop-de-loos on the roller coaster of existence and we have enjoyed playing with you tonight man in the chair we wish you well as we do to all who hear this and before we go we wish to uh, if we can uh, encourage the man he is shy uh, the man in the chair is shy uh, the song which he uh, sang to himself 
and found great comfort in was from a, a, an album which was released in the late 1970s by a person of uh, who was a member of the Mormon Church and it was a play called My Turn on Earth it was a musical and uh, the man in the chair had the record album and later the cassette tape and uh, he found magic in many of the songs there was one in particular two really two songs which run into one another that drew well, tugged upon his heart and still does and this evening reluctantly he sang it to himself as he was cleaning the kitchen and this time as he sang he thought of the words from a different perspective the message is uh, it isn't good to be alone it isn't good so if you find someone to love you really should join hands and be together 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 uh, and then it develops into a what what he considered to be very romantic a duet between a man and a woman who sing uh, here in our love i feel something of eternity and the uh, male part sings uh, something along the lines of uh, growing with you flowing into eternity millions of years like pearls before us wind away they wind away millions of years like pearls before us yours and mine today we will go on building upon eternity looking at you i can see right through to eternity and as this man in the chair was singing these songs he had two impressions one was why did well the the first was uh, imagining the interconnectedness of growing together throughout eternity as these uh, interweaving energetic strands of energy that are eternal these energetic systems upon systems some of which you are able to perceive and your science is learning about others which are invisible to you and comprise uh, a great level of detail within that 95% of your unknown so this man was thinking of that uh, truth as he sees it which was uh, hidden and buried in this song and perhaps uh, formed in his mind of course it did the expectation to find such things in the world which led him to his uh, next point uh, because this uh, musical 
had framed this message in the form of a love story duet between a man and a woman and it had formed such a uh, warm hold upon the heart of this man he formed the expectation that he would find such a uh, solid long-term relationship as his culture taught him was the way and uh, anything which would make him feel that it isn't good to be alone it isn't good which was a primary message of the song he realized it was a fiction that was fed to him in his youth and was something that he might still be carrying around today uh, suffering unnecessary consequences of holding this particular view and therefore he wanted to explore it And with this insight came another, which was much more grand. Recognizing, what if, rather than thinking of this message as a uh, duet, what if it was a chorus? What if it was uh, one voice singing to all others, not simply one other, the soulmate rather than being a one-to-one relationship, being a one-to-all relationship, at an all. <laughs> the three musketeers, as it were, one for one and all for all, or something of that na- nature. All for one and one for all. We shall get it right. What then if you were saying, uh, growing with you, flowing into eternity to every human being that you cast your eyes upon and pay little or no heed of. Your body is scanning the environment and notices them, whether your conscious awareness registers it or not they have made an impact on your being and your nature they have contributed data to your collection of data to your learning and that interaction will play a part however large it may be or small it will play a part in your decision making in the future you're at an unconscious level these yeses or noes which are made before you are aware that your deeper intelligence is even doing it and this is nothing for you to worry about we understand the first reaction might be what there is something out of my control oh dear we are quite familiar the man in the chair is quite familiar with that response one thing that he wishes this channeling business to do for him is to create a greater understanding of what his central nervous system does and a greater trust in it for he believes that just as he was influenced that it isn't good to be alone 
and messages from other such messages from the Mormon Church, get married in the temple and uh, pay your tithing and whatnot. That he was also conditioned uh, to view his body in certain ways. Uh, that the medical system is the big brother and the insurance companies is the gateway to gain care from big brother or big mother big sterile nurturer and uh, that is our new priesthood as far as what our society gives us to look after us and take care of us and it costs a pretty penny our lives this is the culture that you have created uh, to become part of that system and it all has an influence and it doesn't have to be the way that it is it's not always going to be and uh, currently just as you see within the physical world of earthquakes and climate change you see in the emotional state of many human beings both at a collective and an individual level and there are forces at play which benefit from this and one would do well to prepare their mind and their heart to guard them from being manipulated to uh, allowing your mind to be triggered into a state of self-sabotage if you were attacking someone and you were smarter than they were uh, and you knew how to manipulate them would you not do it to your own favor perhaps uh, there are forces within you habits of uh, behavior, habits of thought which if you could stand back, uh, you might feel the impulse, uh, I wish I were not like that and you do have the power to change and stay in a positive uh, encouraging self-encouraging state of mind taking steps to make the changes and feeling good about it. Uh, one could also uh, beat themselves up, so to speak, feel shame and uh, embarrassment and other more diminishing rather than encouraging states of being, which are based upon these micro choices at an unconscious level that are being fed by life experience which may or may not have equipped them for what lies ahead and once again we would ask as the helm the captain at the helm of the individual ship and also which collective energies are you steering towards as you building upon and uh, growing into
into and flowing into eternity with all who you come into contact with, all who uh, influence you and who you influence. What influence would you like to invoke? What uh, influence would you like to invoke within yourself as you recognize that in any given moment you are experiencing something that you are creating in every aspect your physical senses are creating it is part of the 95% or more of what you are unaware of and yet it is generating this experience of reality and we ask you to recognize that it is there to trust it to trust yourself and become educated about yourself and aware of what your environment is asking you to do for the mutual benefit of all and start by making yourself as open-hearted and compassionate with your own 95% of your dark nature place your hand upon your heart there place pressure on your heart feel the warmth and the love that you can generate within your own body tomorrow will take care of itself right now you are experiencing this moment with all of the things that are happening within you and without you there is that George Harrison again. There may also be a bit of Obi-Wan Kenobi at times. These are influences which have woven themselves and imprinted onto the mind of this man in the chair who is using intentionally this to create uh, a message which he aspires a way that he would like to be a way that seems comfortable and these things we say in the yabba dabba do time we'll have a good time we'll have a gay old time Mimi. thank you for playing with us today in the Arcturian playground do not for a minute think that your exploration is finished. Carry us with you and invite the spirit of compassion and love into your lives. Nothing is more important or more fulfilling. Create compassion and love within your own hearts and minds. And then share it with all around you. Yes, it sounds weird. We know. We would not have it any other way.